Hola, welcome to Salvi Mujeres Talk. I am Oti. I am Tati. And we are two mujeres, primas, y amigas embracing our raíces salvadoreña. Reaching out to share with our Salvi community con la misma curiosidad. Hola comunidad, this is Oti from Salvi Mujeres Talk. And just a little reintroduction for those the new followers um, and listeners that we appreciate you all following us and listening in. So again, I'm Oti. I'm a mother of three, um, born and raised in the Bay Area in California. And, um, you know, again, I think we've, we've, we've shared, but wanted to share for our new listeners of um, the purpose of the podcast. And for me personally, it was really to reconnect to the Salvi Salvoreño um, roots. You know, growing up here in California, not having so much of an influence around me growing up. So I wanted to just like reconnect and learn the history of Salvador and also to connect to the community here um, in California and the United States. That's so, so nice. Hola, gente linda. Yo soy Tatiana. And um, I was born in El Salvador. And I was raised in Guatemala. And then I went back to El Salvador. And then I came here. It's a long trip. It's a long journey. It's a, I, I even feel like I have been living like five different lives, right? But um, we decided, honestly, to do this with Oti, looking at or maybe my purpose um, is to keep our roots, is to keep nuestras raíces de donde venimos, nuestra familia, nuestra gente, nuestra comunidad. Um, it's very important to me to pass down uh, this knowledge and what we are as Salvadorians to my son. I'm a mother of one. And actually it's been very, um fulfilling maybe i can say that to find out so many things in the community so many people doing the same that we are trying to do and we are building up not only the community but building up who we are nuestra identidad eh, nuestros gustos to get to to show more of who we are so i really hope that if you're a new listener Hopefully you can feel related to that. Maybe you can learn something from what we're doing. We like to do our new segments that we're trying to bring out to all of you. That is having interesting, funny, very hardworking people in interviews that we're gonna bring for you. We're gonna keep bringing this um, episode where we, you have to catch up with the Salvi Mujeres talk because yeah. there's a lot of things going on not only in our lives as moms as as women but also let's be honest here what's going on around the world right now or in this country where we live at so thank you for listening and welcome if you're here so yes. I would like to try to uh, move a little bit with something that we shared, something that we posted recently. And it was a very special reel of Oti making some amazing pupusas in your camping trip. They look beautiful. I was so surprised, not because 
It's not that I, I don't know that you can cook, but they look so professional and very perfect. I'm like, there you go. I'm mi prima. So, Oti, <laughs> please share what this means for you. Yeah, Where is yeah. this tradition coming from? Yeah, so they, they, at a young age, we loved going camping with my family. Um, then, of course, you know, you grow up and become teenagers. You, know, you don't really want to go with your parents camping. And so I think um, we started losing that kind of that tradition with going with the family. But my parents, they continue to go camping with their their friend with their friends. Um, Conocidos de allá de Salvador that they have reconnected here. And so for a couple of years, ellos se iban a acampar. And I went camping with, with camping with them um, when my youngest was like very young. Um, who's 16 now and he, they would then what they would do they would divide like okay tal tal van a ser desayuno almuerzo and dinner whatever and so they would pair up and which I honestly think it was probably one of the best ideas because you do see this like you're not cooking all day and not everybody's bringing or bringing food and um that to be honest with you obviously because it's just so overwhelming Yeah. Um, and then one of the things that they would do era la primera noche, um, hacían pupusas, right? So they would bring la, their, uh, they would bring their, their gas, la parrilla, todo, para hacer las pupusas, and then um, so, la sopa el domingo. Someone would make <laughs> la sopa. Uh, so that would to that, that was like their tradition, their tradition comida, right? Se dan turnos and everything. So the whole pupusa thing I thought was great. It's like, oh my God, that is that is such a great idea. So I'm on prepa chicharron and everything. And pues allá in the campsite, everything says, yeah, la, la masa. So then I started doing that when I was going um, camping with friends and um, and my my kids' father's family. Nos íbamos, right? Y la mayoría, of course, mexicanos. So of course, they were like, oh, a big tree making otillas, making pupusas. So I'm así. I would make las pupusas and I think so then I <laughs> I continued I continued that tradition because I thought that was absolutely it was great who doesn't want pupusas in camping exactly um, exactly <laughs> it was yeah it was so yeah it was so yummy um but don't get me wrong um I think I think we all I remember you mentioning that que la masa it's like a veces me sale bien la masa y otros I just <laughs> No me sale bien, and I'm adding water, adding more, more of la masa, trying to mix it in and try to get it a, a good consistency. Uh, it's not always as easy. I, I really believe that we should do like a one-on-one class or something with the people that really knows how to do it. Because, I mean, to be honest, I didn't grow up making pupusas or making tortillas, right? Because I used to live over there, so they are in cada esquina, exactly. everywhere. Sí. So there wasn't a, a need to right. learn how to make them. So I think it must be fun or a good idea to to try <laughs> to find the perfect amount of masa, the harina, agua, the measurements that you need to make it. It will be really fun. And honestly, when I saw the videos of you making those pupusas over there I started to think I mean I have camped before I, I went camping eh, a couple of times pero nunca se me ocurrió la verdad llevar para hacer pupusa mm -hmm. and when you think about it it's not that hard because no I'm sure that you prep 
prior, like the chicharrón, ya lo llevabas listo, the cheese. So it's a great idea. And the most amazing thing for me is that you can see one of your kids in that video and he's just watching you making those pupusas and those are the memories that he's gonna take with him forever and who knows hopefully they will keep that tradition as well of making those pupusas cada vez que se van de camping it's amazing yeah, yeah. no and, and it's their they love they love it yeah i'm like oh mom's making pupusas okay <laughs> so, yeah they love it yeah and i you're right i hope so too you know because i took the tradition from my mom so espero que siguen ellos también um so este it's been a it's been actually two two weeks of pupusa making so my uh sister asked me um if i could make pupusas at her house so we made pupusas también and at the end yeah me cansé. i was like that's it yeah so my sister and you gotta make them um and then of course she redelegated the, the pupusa making to the kids and so we had <laughs> about six kids making pupusas the best nice. thing of course, yo me puse like, I'm not looking, no veo, no quiero ver qué están haciendo. <laughs> and I, yeah. They were grabbing la masa and just making yeah. huge things. Um, my este Emiliano, who's my middle child, made a square pupusa purposely. Otro niño hizo otra pupusa shaped as a triangle. He's like, oh, this is a, a pizza pupusa. I'm like, okay, you guys are having fun. <laughs> yeah. That's really nice of you. That's really nice of you because I remember I, I grew up with my mom cooking all the time. Maybe she's a perfectionist, pero siempre era como, así no, no, es que si no, mejor yo, yo solita, déjame, yo puedo. And it was like, oh my God, I just want to learn, I just want to try to do it, please teach me. Now I'm kind of like that. I'm cutting the cycle, of course, right. and doing the same as you, like let, letting them do whatever they want to do, be creative or enjoying that process of cooking, right? Yes, yes, it's not easy. I'm going to be honest, not easy <laughs> letting go of control and letting them just have fun in the kitchen. They don't know. You're right. I think it is one of breaking the cycle and letting them to also yeah. experience as well. So then they can enjoy the, enjoy cooking too. And they ate their own pupusas. I was like, okay, you know, I think my concern was like, they're going to make the pupusas and they're not even going to like it. And they're just like, eh, whatever, but no, se comieron sus pupusas. So <laughs> I um, like that. <laughs> that's awesome so did you see a lot of people over there camping it was full of people or not yes no there was there was an absolute lot of camping I think this year we um my friend and uh, friend uh, and I uh, we went um it was my our first time kind of camping the mujeres you know con nuestros niños um so it was pretty it was pretty fun it was it was fun um and it was like really laid back too. I didn't feel very overstressed or anything. Uh, so it was pretty cool. But um, we went camping through the week because we started looking for camping sites early on this year. And for the parts that we wanted to go to, it was sold out. And so wow. we found this opening from, it was Sunday, Sunday to Tuesday. Like, why not? I mean, why not go camping during the week? Never done it. You see, is the viernes a domingo, or jueves as a domingo, whatever, or maybe even Monday. Um, so no salió bien. Estaba lleno though. Although que yeah. era lunes, but it was fun. The kids also had like, wow, this is cool. Waking up on camping on a Monday, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> different, so, completely yeah. different. 
Absolutely. So we went camping up north at, um, in Polk Pines. Very, it was beautiful. It's probably one of the first campsites before you start hitting like the Sierra. But it was really pretty. The water was beautiful. Um, pero sí estaba lleno. Sí estaba lleno. And, um, but, este. You had fun. I had fun. It was really relaxing. The water was beautiful. Well, deserve. And you know what? I have a question for you. Because you mentioned your parents used to take you over there. How did that work? Because in El Salvador, we not necessarily grow up with that. Uh, it's a tradition to go camping. I'm sí. not saying it's not possible because in Chalatenango, en el imposible, uno puede ir a acampar o ir a la playa, a lugares, maybe private places where you can do it. Um, but it's not the usual thing to do because obviously in El Salvador, we don't have like camping grounds. Mm -hmm. Now there's more places in Apaneca, um, Arriba de Santana, y Sonsonate, that they offer you uh, places where you can camp or you can get your own cabin. But it's not the usual. So how it was for your parents coming from El Salvador <laughs> and getting into going camping with you? So I don't, I, that's a question I have to ask my dad because I, I just grew up going camping. I have pictures, the Chiquita, um, going to campsites, my dad's truck, sleeping in the dad truck. Antes se podía uno go on the Um, you could ride in the back of the trucks everything here you out. I was like, nope, you can't do that. It's like a yeah, we would go on the on the on the trucks in the back. Um, I thought it was always fun. But yeah, I, yeah. I can't remember at what at what age ya no podía aguantar estar atrás. Um I started, I started developing motion sickness. So yeah, oh. yeah, todo y con el olor of the, 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 what is it? The smog and everything, headaches and whatever. So I had to, I had to stop. I don't know. Well, I'm too sensitive. <laughs> no, but it happens. And, and that's what I was trying to tell you. I mean, you get into the, over there in El Salvador, you can go in the back. You can also have your kids going inside of the car without a car seat because there's, you don't have a law that requires you to have your children in a car seat. So los niños van sentados en las piernas de uno, niña, y agarrarse bien. So nothing bad happens. That's crazy. Yeah, it's such a Yeah, so it's such a difference. I'm sure it's a it's a cultural shock. I mean, so when we would we would go at a young age and we would be in the <laughs> really, really, we can go back here. Yeah, <laughs> it was a no. ball. We had so much fun. Um, so, anyways, but yeah, you know, I think I just grew up. I never questioned it. I never asked my parents how they started or como whatever it was just a traditional traditional thing todos the summers nos llevamos at least once or twice uh, um a year and then i remember as i was getting older they would take turns my family members would take turns with who's going to make the reservations a donde vamos a ir and blah 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 and then um it for me it was fine but growing up i do i do recall talking to friends or in conversation with wait you go camping 
really? Where? Yeah. <laughs> out of the norm. It was not something very, very traditional. And, you know, to tell you the truth, I think honest, honestly, I think camping for most, it is a white people thing, you know, and <laughs> it is, it is. I, I and, think it's a tradition for, for yeah, white people. Yeah. yeah, it is. And so for me, I don't know. Not I don't I think we didn't grow up having fam, white family members or anything, but I do know that when I would talk to coworkers or whatever, like, oh yeah, we can camping. So to me, it's like, yeah, como normal. But on then yeah. talking to my my friends, Latino friends, they're like camping. Ew, you go camping? Or yeah. and one, they couldn't believe that I could go camping because they would just look at me and be like, "You, Thea, you, you're so you know." That's the way to go. <laughs> no, and you know what is funny because when I first got here, the same thing. My husband, he's very into doing that, so. I was like, okay, so what do we need? Like, what are we taking? So I've been learning. <laughs> I've been going with it, with the flow, uh, but it's fun. I enjoy doing that too. I like the contact with the nature. I like to relax. I like to explore. So I'm, I'm happy to to get that, that experience and to do it. Now, yeah. you know how the weather is going on right now? It's crazy how hot is getting unfortunately this is a global uh warming situation absolutely and it is very sad if if i tell you right but that makes me think on very sad things that have been happening right right like the, the weather the things that are happening right now not 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 only with the weather but just to be more specific, a uh, big tragedy that we want to talk about, uh, that is this uh, trailer in mm -hmm. Texas uh, filled with immigrants coming to the United States. And it breaks my heart just to think that someone left them there. Yeah. In that crazy freaking hot weather, and sorry the expression, but it's the truth. Right. Um, they left them there without thinking the consequences yeah. or, or not caring. So, the lack of uh, empathy. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Of, of regardless of donde you know situations or lo que sea, but you know, life is so precious, and you have to. No, I don't know. Treasure, treasure life and treasure hu humanity. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's really upsetting. You know, yes. um, and not, and not putting, you know, too much, too much light on where they came from, but you know, the majority they eran de Guatemala, de Honduras, you know, Centro Americanos, um, yeah. which, you know, yeah, we all have our, our, um, situations and why we have to, why we, we choose why families decide to come and make this dangerous very dangerous trip um you know i've heard horrible stories i've heard tragical tragic stories of the risk that these families take to come here to the united states um for a better a, a better future for their children for themselves their families back there to take care of their families, the ones que se quedan allá. Um, so it is, it is, because you start thinking about 
my, my parents immigrating, I start thinking about my parents when they immigrated here and, you know, in the early eighties, not saying that it was easier, but it, it was such a huge difference. The difference, the difference of, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong in, in saying that there was no um, risk at that yeah, time. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But now, and maybe because I'm older, you say, oh, yeah, and I'm the, the social media and so on. Because you say, say, oye, más la gente que, you know, they, they do, they, they die. They don't make it. They don't make it over, over for numerous re- reasons, health, um, you know, they're se quedan atrás or whatever the case may be. But it is, it's, it's a, it's a tragic, it's, um, it's a sad, the sad, a sad story. It is definitely, it is, and, and it really touched your heart, my heart, and all of us because we are all immigrants in this country, mm-hmm. and I think what you mentioned, right? Yeah. I have been able to ask a lot of people like friends, family members, how was their trip coming here? And just mm-hmm. like your parents back in the 80s, and the risk was always there, always. Some of them were lucky to come here in, in, in a very, I don't want to say easy way, but they didn't go through so many hard things or <laughs> other people had to run in the desert. I mean. We all know that um, all of us that are here, you know, but that's the thing, regardless of whatever the politics or the politicians, whatever we leave that aside, it's just the empathy that we need to have towards others. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really, it really, te da un mensaje, a very strong message. And we all have dreams. We all are trying to make it for our family, for our kids, to have a better life. And it's very disappointing uh, that something like that can happen. Yeah. So yeah. our prayers, our love to all of the family members of these people and the people that are no longer here with us, because it's, it's not easy. It definitely yeah. is very, very sad. Yeah, and the 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 thing that you mentioned in Central American uh, countries, right? I know, and you know, with the research that we have been doing, what are the factors that are causing uh, that big amount of people doing that, right? Most of them are violence, la um, pobreza, so many things that. I mean, we need to know about about it. We need to know because we come from there. Our roots are there. Some some of us we have family still over there, so it's it's part of the of the day, right? For mm-hmm. so many, so yeah, yeah. I no. think it's, it's it's good to 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 think <laughs> about about it and right, right. to right. reflexionar, right? Mm, absolutely, because I may ignore. You think that you know, you know they had their like they they had their purpose of why they're why they came here and whatever, and I started thinking of um, you know my, my the reason of why my parents I I mean my parents have both men- mentioned if they would have stayed in in El Salvador, in El Salvador so when my mom they came here she was three months pregnant when they came um, to the United States 
and um, they both they both said if we, they would have stayed in Salvador, my mom would have been a widow for for sure, um, because of the situation in Salvador was really really bad, right? And so they had to make the, yeah. the decision of coming or whatever. So I can only imagine is the hint that I mean what their yeah. stories were. Why did they? Why did they decide to come here or whatever? So. You know, and unfortunately, we may not, we may never know the story of, of, um, of why they decided, decided to, to make such a, a, a dangerous, dangerous trip. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if, if social media or the news will, will provide that information. I mean, I think they're slowly providing the, right. the identity of each of the, each of the 50, the 54, but it is, it is yeah. like, we've mentioned several times like we all have our stories why of uh, why we um why our family right. decided to make that trip uh, yeah so many things yes. going so many things unfortunately unfortunately as much as we want to keep you know our episode lighthearted and um providing you with with uh, the knowledge that we are learning as we're going through this project working with freddie um and reading on our own and getting to know la comunidad um there's just things that i feel like we can't ignore them as much as i i as like you know we want to be a happy place or a zen place it's like okay i know so much chaos is happening in the world and everything but i felt pretty strong about this this um the subject where i was like you know we should we yeah, should acknowledge yeah. it and talk about it just because it's it's an it's an awful thing to have to um to read about it and see it and everything but the reality of it and I don't know I um I've always I've always said that I'm I'm you know my parents came here I've always had this um yeah being being proud of being um Southern American but I don't know lately with everything that's going on and um with the the horrible news that you start hearing and it just kind of starts making like oh my god what kind of world are we living in right now and it's, it's so yeah that's why we need to try to do our best all the time be there for each other be kind to each other and bring out the best in us so we can bring the best out of the rest right, right. yeah absolutely yeah it's just gun violence all kinds of things it's just it's it's a lot it's a lot to a lot to process and you and i think where you when you have children you want to shield shield them from what's going on but then the reality is like i don't know do how much Um, do you want to provide them how much information do you want to share with them um i I really think that yeah and and i'm sorry to interrupt but i i really think that we are in that time that we cannot chill them mm-hmm. by hiding things right. but by telling them and just being honest and be real because unfortunately we have to prepare them they need to be ready for the things that are going on yeah. so I don't know if you shared the same but that's how yes. I feel I mean my kid is only six years old but I have had to explain to him so many things that I wasn't ready to do right. it yet but I yeah. have to because he has to be ready to avoid being in a situation where he might get in trouble you know unfortunately right yeah no I did on you know I know we were we were hesitant with posting information from the Uvalde um, shooting um, with 
unfortunately those children losing their life at such a young age. And it did have to force me to talk to my kids, uh, multiple, multiple subjects in the possibility of, and I, I remember sitting, sitting um, and just thinking to myself, okay, each of my kids school, is there a possibility that a shooter can come? And I'm like, those are the things that just come through your head as a parent and super, super scary. And then having to explain to your children, listen, this is what you need to do and blah, 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 and everything. And then having to talk to my boys and eventually with Leila también, but with the boys, I was very specific. You know, (laughs) we all grew up with, don't tattletale, no le digas a la gente this, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I did have to share to the, with the boys, like, listen, if you see, if you see, if you hear of your classmates unstable, that maybe, you know, there's warnings or threats or whatever the case may be. Red flags, yeah. Flags, yeah. You need to speak up. You do. You need to speak up because this is this is now where we are now and where it could be the student that's sitting next to you or it could be the the student that you had in that you that you went to school in third grade or whatever the case um and it's it's scary to have to prepare your children to start looking at like you mentioned the red flags and yes. all the possibilities and all the scenarios where it we're living in such scary times and having to then be forced to talk to your kids about the scary stuff. Yeah, uh, I think it's what, what we have been talking right now. Mm-hmm. It's a lack of empathy from people. It's a lack of values or it's the, the lack of being there or to be able to ask for help if you're not doing well too. You know, they always uh, mention mental illness, but I'm also, uh, I'm against about the... yeah. Yeah. The freedom there is here yeah. to buy guns. Yeah. It shouldn't be like that. But yeah. I'm not going to go deep into that. I'm going to stay in what I can do and I think we can do. And it's in a world full of these crappy things going on. We need to try to be the best. Yeah. And to be the with others. Yes. Yeah. And what we can teach our own children and with hoping that, you know, what we teach our kids, they can also, you know, spread Spread around with their environment, their friends, and get see But it's yeah, and it, and it's true. It, it I don't know what the answers are. Um, I don't know what advice to give. What what in this scenario? But it is it's super. It's just unfortunate. Unfortunate that we are. It's just becoming a norm, and I think that's what it is. It's becoming a norm that we're constantly hearing. I think right now because we're on, we're in summer school. Um, or some, I'm sorry, summer school, summertime, but I can only imagine come the fall, otra vez, yeah. having to prepare the kids with having to talk to them and seeing the red flags. And so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, what, what more we to need say. To, we need to try to keep it positive. If, we're, if we don't feel positive, then we need to have a glass of wine. Un vinito <laughs> cervecita, you know? Sorry. But Sorry. try to make it work. And if there's something that we can support and it's good things, of course, we're going to do it. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
I don't know. I know we kind of started off with like a positive and then having to talk about this, but I think it was we're just keeping a, it real. Yeah. We're, yeah, exactly. I think we, we, we were, I think we, you and I kept talking about it and just like, oh, we should, we should say something. Yeah. It's bothering us this much. We just should talk about it. But anyways, here it is. But, you know, I think our, our message to all is, you know, it is the love that we need to just continue around positivity, as you mentioned, you know, and yeah, unfortunately, having to talk to our children about these tragic events and helping them understand, um, you know, because you want to keep your children safe, but we can't lie to them either. We can't keep them in this little box as much as we want to. No. In a little bubble, no, it's not possible. Yeah. yeah. So regardless of all of this, let's try to keep it humble, positive, and loving. <laughs> Thank awesome. you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being there. If you want to share something with us, please don't hesitate to send a DM to us. We love to hear from all of you. And we're going to bring more special things as well. So thank you for listening. All right. Bye, y'all.